Welcome to Reality Tea Times 2, the podcast where we discuss all the trash reality TV we love to hate. I'm Tanika, and today we are going to be recapping Bachelorette with Charity as our Bachelorette this season. And guys, this is the 20th season of Bachelorette. That's pretty exciting. Um... So I don't really have titles for these episodes. Maybe I will figure this title out by the time that I actually get this published. But um, I don't actually have a title for the episode yet. But it is episode one. That's, That's where we're at. The very, very first episode. So we will do the step by step in terms of how we will cover this this show, just because this is a very different show than it is with the other ones we'll be recapping. But how we will recap uh, episode one is we will go through all of the dramatic things, the highlights, which will be pretty consistent throughout recapping the season. And this we will obviously talk about how many men she kisses and who she kisses. We will talk about um what else will we talk about? We will talk about who gets the first impression rose. We will I'll also list off, and of course we don't know who the people are yet, but we will be listing off who her top 18 is so there's going to be a top 18 at the end of the night so we will be discussing that at the time and then also we won't be going through each and every single man that she meets in front of the house we will kind of just talk about more of those highlights with that when that's concerned as well we will we will talk about that who catches my eye kind of situation. And again, how we will cover the show is we will be covering it bi-weekly. We will talk more at that point as to how I'm going to cover it, um, what makes the most sense at that point. Um, Maybe it'll be just chronological as to what happens. Maybe we'll go date by date. Uh, and then, fun, and then the cocktail hour, and then the bro ceremony. We'll figure that out though when we get there. But enough of the beginning stuff. We're just gonna jump right in to episode one of season twenty's Bachelorette. So, like we mentioned already, Charity Lawson, who's twenty-seven. She's our bachelorette, and she is from Georgia. So she tells us that she was in a six-year relationship. And she says that there was a lot of cheating. And she does say that Zach helped her see that there were good guys And he really helped her through that. And she really just has a lot of good things to say about him, 
which is really good. So we see her with her family and we've met most of these people already. I'm pretty sure we probably met all of her siblings as well, but I did not remember David. And I said, he's hot. And I might be wrong here, but I swear I heard her say that her parents have been married for, have been married for 48 years. Maybe I heard that incorrectly, but it's a long time that they've been married, if that's the case. So we're in California. We're in front of the bachelor home, bachelor at home, whatever. And I said, she looks absolutely gorgeous. And she's wearing this pink, sparkly, floor-length dress, sleeveless. She looks incredible. So some of the men that we see in this that uh, kind of wanted to highlight a little bit. So we have Aaron B. He basically comes with this two-headed coin and says, you know, if it's heads, um, you know, I, I'll like, we'll get engaged. We'll, we'll get engaged. If it's tails, and I gotta pack up my stuff and I gotta leave now. And of course, it's heads, and he stays. But I'm thinking it's a double-sided coin, dude. <laughs> There's no way that that's actually a like an actual coin. So then we have this guy who's from Hawaii. I uh, Actually, he's not from Hawaii. He's actually, I believe he said he's from Philadelphia, born in Philadelphia, but he lives in Hawaii. Um, he basically, which I thought was very interesting, gives her kind of the, the Hawaiian flower and puts it on her on her hair and he actually says that if it's on the right and on top of the right ear it means you're single and if you have it on the the left ear means you're taken so he says hopefully that can get moved over to the left side because of him <laughs> so there's another person and again I don't remember names of all these people yet but just not at that point where I'm going to remember these guys names but we have a guy who said that his parents met on an airplane and then says that he bought her a trip to Ohio. Who wants to go to Ohio? <laughs> then we have Xavier, who I believe he's a biochemist and he knits. And guys, he also plays the ukulele. If we go back to the V90 episodes, he also plays the ukulele. But I said, now that's a guy I want to see playing the ukulele. I thought, you're not only smart, but you're good looking. Okay. And I have to say right off the top with some of these guys, they are so, they're clearly very smart, very driven. So then we, like I said, like we were saying about the fact that all of these guys really have great jobs. We have a doctor. <laughs> we have a doctor in the house. We haven't had many doctors on, uh, if I remember correctly, on this show very much because, well, they're doctors. So someone I wrote down is wearing a helmet with goggles. 
something about underwater stuff, but he comes to her wearing this thing that Ant-Man wears. But (laughs) anyway, um, then we have Chris who does a backwards flip because he says he does this flip because he says he was flipping out when he found out you as the next bachelorette. And I'll just say off the bat, this is not the only time we see him do a flip. And I wrote show off much. <laughs> like, I mean, again, if you got it, do it. Um, then we have Brayden. He's a nurse. And he said that he brought something that will be good for her. He brought shots. Not the shots that go in her arm, but tequila shots. (laughs) And he says that they're shots at love. Pretty sure that was an MTV show. Yeah. Um, Anyways, so then I wrote this next guy, who I now remember his name as Spencer. He's awkward. That's what I wrote. He's awkward. And he's kind of weird. He's weirding me out a little bit. Um, and then I wrote, is he trying to dance with her? And is she pretending to kick him? It was very weird. Um, but he says, we, we had a moment. Okay. Um, so then we have one of our Caleb's who is a pro wrestler and we see him wrestling. And then while we have some of the men already in the house and we have some other men still coming, the men are starting to complain that the men are really tall. <laughs> but I'm like, you know, usually some men, most men I think are fairly tall. Um, so there's that. And then we have a Michael who gives her a bracelet with a boat pendant on it because he's a boat captain. He's like, like he's like a Glenn <laughs> for those who watch Below Deck. Um, so one guy takes a video as he's coming out of the limo and he says, hi, kids. I'm meeting your mom for the first time. Not impressed. (laughs) Not impressed. Another guy makes a corny ass line by saying, I'm going to make a donation to charity. This is the stuff that I love though, because it's like, you guys just think of all kinds of stupid shit. (laughs) That is so corny. So then we have someone named John and he gives her a fortune cookie and she reads the fortune and it says that she's going to meet the man of her dreams and his name is John. And he's like, oh, you picked, you picked really well. (laughs) So then that's 
kind of the end of the guys. No more guys than I'm going to talk about. There was definitely more guys that came, but those are all the ones I'm going to talk about. Because then here comes Jesse, and he tells Charity that she's about to meet someone who she already knows. And this person actually reached out to the show and says, insisted that he needed to come and be on this journey with her. So you're kind of like, oh my God, who's it going to be? Like, obviously, like, it can't be an ex. It can't be Zach because he's happy with who he has. And guys, it's her brother. And I know I'm going to butcher his name, but his name is Niam. Nehem, oh God, I'm not even going to try. It's like Jeremiah with an N. <laughs> Nehemiah, Nehemiah, there we go. I think I got it. It's Nehemiah. It's, and she said that it's like their best friends. He's been there throughout everything with her. And he ends up doing something that even Charity doesn't know. And he ends up putting on a disguise and he's going to be the bartender for the night so that he can watch the men and see how they conduct themselves. So now we're back inside the house. We're doing all of these moments with the men and James, he has a box and this box is a gift from his parents. And there is a note from his mom in this box. And he thinks it's strange. And I said, didn't you look in the box before you gave it to her? So you could see what's in there. (laughs) But the note was, you know, was fine. There was nothing wrong in the note. Mother basically said that I became a fan because of you. And, um, you know, we have a lot of the values that I like. And hopefully you find your happiness. And I'm hoping that's with my son kind of thing. And, um, the other things that was also in the box was some fresh cider and donuts that is from their farm. His family has an apple orchard. So it's pretty cool. And in the next scene, she's with some, with another guy having a date. And I literally wrote, the rain is so loud. You can literally hear the rain just pelting onto the window. Crazy. And then I think she was actually with this guy. She was with Xavier during this. So then she kisses Xavier. He is the first guy that she ends up kissing. So then her brother says that about 10 to 12 guys are talking about kissing her. And that this is making him feel very awkward. And he's now questioning his decision to be the bartender. Um, so then we are with Charity and she's now talking to Joe. And for some reason, they're screaming. But they're fine. <laughs> they're just screaming together. Just going, ah, kind of thing, right? But. Um, then she is with John and she kisses him. So now this is guy number two that she has kissed. And then here comes Jesse 
with the first impression rose and just places it on the table like he does. But I'm going to take a quick little break here and then we will jump into the rest of the episode. Okay, so we're back and we're just going to jump right back into the episode. And uh, Chris, our backflipping guy, well, he does another backflip. He's annoying me already. It's it's only night one. Um, so then we have a guy whose name I didn't catch. But his name, we're going to call him for now, or maybe for the rest of the show, we're going to call him Firefighter. Okay, so <laughs> Firefighter basically makes a comment that, well, it's mating season and all of the men are doing their mating rituals. And it's going to be happening on the next season of Animal Planet or something around those lines. I thought it was quite funny what he said, but he does eventually get some time with her and they uh, knock over some duckies with some water. So that was a very cute little date they had. And so then we're back with Weird Guy, aka Spencer. And he tells us that he has a son and he is nervous about telling her, but he does tell her and she takes it very well. She says, that's a very beautiful thing. It means you're sacrificing a lot by being here. So she takes it very well. But like I said, one of my notes was it feels like he processes things slower which is fine but then like the 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 looks on your face is what I have a problem with it's like and also I don't know if anyone noticed but with Spencer he was kind of like leaning into her and she was leaning back and I noticed she didn't do that with any of the other guys after him I didn't clock what she was doing with the guys before him but it was I thought I that was very telling which is why how this turns out shocked me. But um, I did write a note too that he looks really sweaty. But I think he actually might have been crying. And it was just all over his face. I don't know. So then Aaron B is playing the piano for her. And he is kind of singing a song. More like mouthing a song. Like this talking song I should say um but he did I guess kind of write this on the spot from what I gathered so that was you know cool and she kisses him so this is the third person she's kissed and they actually have another kiss so I think he's the only person she kisses twice so that's from well and and like a sense of you stop and you go back. I think I could be wrong. 
Um, so then back with her brother, there is a guy that says, I recognize you from somewhere. Where do I know you? Are you wrestling? Did you wrestle in high school? Something like that. Like, so he's like, you just, and he's, the brother is starting to get very nervous. He's like, no one's really noticed me yet. And now someone is saying they recognize me. Um, he's getting really nervous about someone recognizing him and blowing his cover. So the brother says that he gets a red flag about the firefighter because the firefighter. So to back up a little bit, the brother asks a group of guys that were there if they believe in this process. And the firefighter says, you know, you tend to have doubts coming into a process like this. I saw nothing wrong with what he said, but for some reason, her brother is like, red flag, red flag, red flag. Why? This is a weird situation. You basically have to be in love and ready to get married in nine weeks. Like that's not, that's not typical way of doing things, which is why most of these people who have done this process are not with the people they ended the process with. Very few. So, um, so she kisses another guy and this time she kisses Brayden and their date seemed to have gone very well. But the kiss with Brayden, the other guys, some of the other guys actually saw the kisses happening and they're just staring and they'll say, oh, you know, we probably should look away. Well, then look away. (laughs) But then this is where a problem comes in. After the kiss, Brayden tells the guys After he says in his moment, I'm not going to kiss and tell, literally goes and kisses and tells. Guys, he tells the other guys in front of her brother. And I said, well, damn. (laughs) And um, he says, like, it was a good kiss. He just keeps going on and on about it. Like he won't, basically he won't shut up about the fact that he's kissed her. He just keeps going. And you could tell like the brother's like, well, that's also a red flag. Now that's a real ass red flag because why do I tell everybody? And he was acting, he, he, the brother used the term that it's, kind of somewhere in between overconfidence and arrogance. And I I agreed. So then the other thing is the brother asks in this moment, who is thinking about the first impression, Rose? Who thinks they're going to get it? Blah, blah, blah. And Brayden says, I already feel like I've won. And again, I don't shoot him. I I don't blame him, I should say, for saying that, 
for saying he feels like a winner because I think in the moment he does feel like a winner. He just kissed this girl. He has, he's enjoyed it. He's vibing with her. So I, I don't have a problem with him saying it. The problem is, is that he's saying it right after he's been like boasting about the fact that he kissed her at all in front of all the guys in front of her brother. So he uh, he didn't like that. The brother didn't like that very much. And he decides now is the time that he is going to be telling Charity everything he's witnessed. And he gets the guys all in a circle or whatever and in the room. And he says, you know, I've been watching you guys and I'm, you know, bartending for you guys or whatever. But I have a secret, takes the mask off like a master of disguise (laughs) and reveals that he's her brother. And the the guy who mentioned you look familiar, as he's taking the thing off, says, I knew I recognized you. So (laughs) at least someone watched the show, I guess. But, um... So now you can kind of see the guys are tripping and they're thinking, oh God, did I say something wrong? Brayden is the only one who thinks like, I don't think I said anything wrong, but you did. Um, so her brother goes to talk to Charity. And again, remember Charity doesn't remember, doesn't know that he's a part of this right now. She thinks he's left. So when she sees him and he's like, I'll talk to you for a minute. And she's like, yeah, like she's no clue that he was there. But he does tell her about his plan that he was bartending and he'd been watching all the guys. Second layer of defense, he says. And he says that he does like Aaron B. No issues with him. And then he tells her about Brayden. And he says, before you had your time with him, he spoke with Brayden and he felt hopeful about him, said there's nothing wrong there. He felt good about it. But then he said, after you guys had your time together, he's like, he tells her, you know, it was borderline overconfidence, maybe even arrogance. And you can kind of see on her face, like, well... That's not cool. And then he also tells her that he feels like he's going to get the, the first impression rose. So um, she does come back out and she's telling everybody, you know, yes, my brother's here. I didn't know he was going to be here, but he did tell me some stuff. And we, we did talk about things. And she kind of then says, Brayden, can I talk to you? And pulls him aside and they talk. So she tells Brayden what her brother told her. So we don't have to rehash that. We've gone through that. So he says that he felt they had a connection. And that's kind of why he said what he said. But he does feel bad about saying what he said. And he says this in his in the moment because she does excuse herself to think about 
what to do next. And he does say that he doesn't want to make anyone feel uncomfortable or feel bad or anything like that. But she does come back. And she does say to him, you had every right to feel the way you did because she's, she's vibing. She likes him, whatever. And she gives him the first impression rose. So he is our first person in our top. And I think I said 18, but I think it's 19, including him. So he is the first person that she picks. So then Jesse comes out with the clink, clink, clinking on the glass and says that the cocktail party is over and the row ceremony will begin shortly. So we're going, I'm going to list now the men that she picks again we barely know who some of these people are in the beginning, um, but this is how we will do things when we recap the rest of the shows. We will pick, we, well, we'll say who she picks, and then again, when we get down to when we know people, we'll highlight who will be going home. But in the beginning, we don't really pay that much attention because some of those people don't really get a lot of airtime. So the... 18 additional people she picks are Aaron B, John, Xavier, Joey, who was the one, if you watch the episode, complained that all the guys are taller than him, that he's probably going to be the shortest guy in the group. So she picks him. And as we will see, there are a lot of Caleb's in this group of men. So we have a Caleb B. Roig. I believe I said his name correctly. I couldn't quite catch it, but hopefully that's the right name. Um, we have firefighter. She picked him. We have a Caleb A. We have an Adrian. James. Sean. Michael. I believe she said Tegan. Dothan. Dothan. I believe is how you say his name. He's actually, he's one I didn't really pay a lot of attention to, but he's Nigerian. He was born in Nigeria and he's moved to the States with his family and he, he actually has a very good job as well. I wish I could remember what his job is, but I remember thinking, oh, wow, he's really done well for himself. Um, So we have a Caleb K, and that's the last of our Caleb's. We have three Caleb's. Um, then we have a Jonathan, Josh, and last but not least, guys, she picks Spencer, a.k.a. Weird Guy. And I wonder if she picks him because she actually has a connection with him or because she didn't want him to think, I'm not picking you because you're a father. I don't know how long this guy's going to last. I'm, I don't think he'll last very long. Um, but that's basically it. That's the end of this episode. Um, but 
this season on, we'll go through this pretty quickly. And again, we see a lot of different dates and happiness and kissing and all of that. But this is not why we're here. We're here for the drama. So some of the dramatic things that we will see in the new season, we have Charity crying and kind of walking away saying, not what this is supposed to be. So I guess we'll see what happens with that. We see the men getting mad at each other and I guess nearly fighting with each other. Um, We see that someone steals charity away from somebody else. Typical thing that happens on these shows and we got to fight about it. We see someone saying that Brayden is toxic. Could have told you that. Um, And says that Brayden isn't ready for engagement. Brayden gets mad and is ready to start fighting someone. I'm not sure if over this comment or whatever, probably he got air of something. He probably, this person probably told Charity something and then it got back to Brayden. You know, the typical. And um, then we see that she gets so upset and she was crying to the point that in true Cinderella fashion, she walks away and leaves a shoe. It's not a glass zipper, but she left a shoe. So that's basically, that's the episode. That is Bachelorette. We will be back with another episode of Bachelorette in two weeks. So we are aiming to get another episode out to you by July the 12th, hopefully. Um, that one might be a tad late just in terms of scheduling purposes. Um, but we are aimed to at least get it out either on the 12th or the 13th of July. So that's the next time you can expect another episode for Bachelorette. But again, if you enjoyed this episode, enjoy listening to this, please share with everyone in your life the gift of us. Um, Please also rate and review. You can do that on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify. You can also subscribe and or follow depending on your podcast app. That will be great. You won't be missing any episodes if you do that. Again, if we are not on the favorite podcast app that you prefer, but you want us on, please let me know and I will work on getting that onto your favorite podcast app. If you are an avid YouTube user and prefer to use YouTube, you can listen to us on YouTube at Reality Tea times two. If you want to connect with us, you can connect with us on either our Facebook or Instagram page at reality T times two. We post updates there. We post our memes, our 90 day memes or posts there that I do talk about on our episodes. They're there. We post them on, on our social media accounts. You can also direct message us. We're there. You can also email us if you prefer to go that way. You can email us at realityt times two at hotmail.com. You can also uh, visit our website, 
again, just a very beginner website where you can listen to the episodes. You also will have access links to our Facebook, Instagram, YouTube pages. So you can get access to those things through the website. All of the information I've just mentioned will be in our show notes. Again, that's it for now. Thank you guys.